Hello, you guys, and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. Um, if you guys are new here, my name is Janina Mopola, and I post podcasts every single Tuesday. And the whole goal of my podcast is overall just to help people be more happy and healthy in all aspects of life, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And I talk about a lot of different things on my podcast. I've talked about, you know, porn, I've talked about sex, I've talked about um, dating. I've talked about spiritual warfare, the Holy spirit. I mean, I talk about a bunch of different things. Um, and truly I love this podcast so much. It is such a great therapeutic place for me just to sit and talk. And today I have, um, a lot of emotions and a lot of thoughts on my mind. And honestly, I'm very sorry if I cry in today's podcast, (laughs) I'm going to try not to, but I just wanted to sit down with my listeners and just be really real and raw and honest. And that's always been my goal is to relate to you guys and let you guys in on things that I'm going through and everything of that sort. Um, So if you guys (laughs) have been listening for a while, maybe the audio sounds a little bit different to you, but pretty stoked. I got a new soundboard, a new microphone, new everything. And I'm really excited because that way, when I have guests on, um, the quality will be better and hopefully listening is more enjoyable with this new equipment. And I had to definitely drop a pretty penny for this. So I really hope it's worth it. And you guys notice the difference. Um, also, if you guys don't know, I do upload these podcasts as well onto YouTube. So make sure you guys go check that out as well. The link is always in the description of this podcast. And then if you just want to search it, it's just happy and healthy podcasts on YouTube. So, um, I just want to sit down with you guys and catch you guys uh, catch you guys up on what the heck has been happening um, the last two, three months of my life since moving back to Dallas. Um, things have definitely been crazy. It's been going so fast that I almost feel like I just can't catch up and can't catch a break. Um, it's been pretty crazy. But um, before I start on today's episode, I wanted to play a voice memo that I got from a listener. Um, if you guys don't know, you guys can submit like voice requests or voice memos or whatever underneath these podcasts. So I got a voice message from a girl named Brenna or Brianna, my bad, sorry, Brianna. And actually, no, wait, yes, Brianna, I stink. <laughs> also, something that's new with this new soundboard is I have sound effects like this <laughs> or... That's stupid. Or (laughs) they're kind of fun and kind of dumb, but I might use them occasionally because they're just, I don't know. Sometimes I think they're kind of funny and fitting, Um, but we're going to go ahead and play uh, Brianna's um, voice memo really quickly and let's get into that. Hi, Janine. This is Brianna. I am a 25-year-old teacher from good old central Illinois, and I apologize ahead of time that I'm so awkward at leaving voicemails. But I just wanted to let you know that I absolutely love your podcast. I discovered it about a month ago on my Instagram, and I've probably listened to like 25 of your episodes in the past month. Um, But I just really like them because not only are they encouraging and they're the perfect podcast to listen to like on my way to work or home from work or to visit family. They're like not about superficial topics. They like really go deep and in depth and I just really enjoy that and I feel like I'm being challenged whenever I'm listening to them. And so I just wanted to thank you so much for being such an encouragement and such a light. 
Wow. Thank you so much. Seriously, that makes my day. Truly. Again, it's why I feel like I do what I do because I, I just genuinely like, I just want to help people. And I, you know, y'all know that y'all get it, but we also want to like, we want to be real. We want to be honest. And like, it's not like I'm, you know, I'm just the perfect person either. Like, it's not like I have it all figured out either. Trust me. I promise you that. Um, and so thank you so much for sending that. That means the world to me that you would listen and spend time to send me that. I appreciate that so much. Um, but yeah. Okay. So let's just, uh, let's just get into what the freak has been going on. So as of today, today is Friday and, um, I, yeah, let's just, where do I even begin y'all? Where do I begin? So I've moved back to Dallas about almost three months ago, which is crazy. And it has just been a whirlwind of just things like it's just everything's been so fast. I feel like I can't catch my breath. Um, I just am like loving life here, but still, you know, missing California in so many different ways. And if you're new and you don't know, I moved back to Dallas three months ago. I'm from Dallas. I moved to California for three years, a little over three years, and then just moved back and I bought a house and it's been like so fun. And it's crazy because like a lot of my followers, like y'all just like me better in Dallas. Like, I don't know why, but y'all just do. Um, and I, that's fine. And it's great. And I'm really excited that y'all like me back here. But I also was kind of like, okay, dang, like, why did they not like me in California? And I don't know, I get it. Like everyone moves there, all the influencers go out there, whatever. And so I totally understand that. But I loved my life there a lot. I was very, very happy. I wasn't fully ready to leave. It was probably one of the hardest goodbyes, but I definitely feel like the Lord pulled me back to Dallas and it's, it is definitely becoming more evident as to why that is. Um, so yeah, I bought a house and then I moved in with my roommate, Maddie, if you guys don't know her, her name's Madison Pruitt. She was on the bachelor and we became roommates and life has just honestly been so fun together. Like we have so much fun. She's such an encouragement to me and genuinely makes me want to be a better person and genuinely just pushes me to look more like Jesus and to just treat people well and to just serve and just, I mean, all these things. Like, she's literally amazing. I love living with her. Like, she just left out of town today to do a speaking engagement and I, like, wrote her a little letter and then, like, she wrote me a letter too and I think we both had the same idea to, like, write each other letters, which was so funny. So she sent me a letter and I sent her a letter, like, not literally sent because we live in the same house, but, like, um, wait. Oh, that was the wrong sound effect. I was going to try, I was going to try to do the funny one. Okay, yeah stupid timing. My, my bad. Okay. Not doing that again. So, um, we basically just like gave each other letters. Like I put it on her bed and then she like gave me this cute little gift basket. And it's just been so fun, like living with her. Like it truly has been. And I just encourage y'all, like if you're living alone or you're in a season where you're just like, what I want to do, like try to get a roommate and do life with people, people that make you look better and push you closer to Jesus and call you out and call you higher. Like, truly like there's definitely things that I know I still struggle with and things that I'm still I need pruning in or that my heart is still ugly in or whatever and Maddie definitely has been like observant of that and vice versa you know like I'll notice things in her too where where we call each other out and I just really think living with people is the best way to prep for marriage um because I lived alone for two years in California and I knew there were still things that I needed to flesh out and things I was so selfish in or you know just things that were probably not going to help me be a good wife one day. And so living with people really is the best way to prepare for that. And so things have just been so fun. 
in Dallas, they really, really have. But also, like, I wouldn't say it's necessarily been the easiest either. Like, I definitely wouldn't. And I would say that, um, oh, why am I getting emotional? Ah, oh, stop it, Janine. Yo, I don't know. Honestly, here's what I think the truth is, is I think, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to catch my breath. Okay. I think my period's about to start, like, very, very soon, and I don't know, like, if you're a girl listening to this, like, before your period, like, I don't know what your symptoms are, but I get so dang emotional about literally everything, and especially when it just comes to, like, boys and my faith and, like, my life, I just get really overly emotional, and it's kind of embarrassing, so maybe that's what that is, but, or maybe I'm just going through a lot, I don't know, but I just, like, I don't know, I... I love being back, but it's just so different than California. It really, really is. I just had the best friend group in California. Basically, what I was saying is, like, I just had, like, the best friend group in California. I had people that I genuinely felt like I I matched spiritually with and in the same season of life, like, almost every single one of my friends in California were single besides maybe two couples that I can think of. One of them just got engaged. She's from Dallas. She's moving back to Dallas. And then my best friend, Penny, who is married and all this stuff. And so, like, most of my friends out there were in the same season of life. We understood each other. We were all creatives. We all just, like, understood each other and had this, like, amazing friend group. And I always tell you guys, like, your friends matter. Like, who you surround yourself with matters. And it's so true. And so I just felt like whenever, like, it doesn't matter where you live. Like, the people are going to make or break the situation where you live, where what you do. And so I just felt like I had it like made out there. But also that took me so much time to get that. Like, it's not like I just had that like overnight. Like, I just feel like I like had it made out there, but that took me three years to get there. And so I just moved back to Dallas and it's not like, of course, like I don't have friends here. It's not like I don't know anybody. Like I still do have friends and people here and all these, you know, like connections and people that I grew up with and go to church with and all this stuff. But for so long, I've planted my roots in California and made all these amazing friends. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I just miss them. I miss those people. I miss the connections. I miss the hangouts. I miss just like being like, let's go to the beach and let's go surf and let's like do this. And like, I don't know. Everyone was just on almost like it felt like the same caliber, the same walk of life and the same season. And then I come back to Dallas and, you know, it's just a different way of living. It's not a bad way of living because every single city has its own thing. It's not a bad way of living. But for so long, I was accustomed to the California living where it's spontaneous and you're not doing a nine to five job. And most of your friends aren't either. And you're all single and you're all like these just really deeply spiritually invested people. And, And to describe what that means is like all my friends and I feel like we were all just very like spirit filled, godly women and men that just wanted to run the race together. And then I feel like I came back to Dallas and again, Dallas is not bad. I love my state, my state, my city. I really do, but it's the Bible belt and life is a little bit more slow here and people are all married. Like I genuinely don't know (laughs) that many single people here, like besides my roommate and besides I could probably think of like two other girls I don't know a single, single person in Dallas. Like, I really don't. Like, I was, I got invited on a boat this past weekend or this upcoming weekend. And one of the girls was like, bring all your single girlfriends. Like, it's going to be me, like, you know, some cute guys. And I was like, I don't know anybody that would like go with me. 
<laughs> that's like what's so weird. And I think that's also why Maddie and I like just do life so well together is because not that we're like a crutch for each other, but we just understand each other and we bond over that and we're able to help each other and encourage each other and spur each other on. And so, um, and we both like always have this joke that we like pray that we both get into a relationship at the same time, because otherwise it's going to be like kind of hard, you know, but we also really wholly believe that like Jesus's time for our relationships is, is going to be the best timing. We really do. And I'll get more a little bit into that in a second, but, um, yeah, I was just basically like struggling because I was like, I don't know any like single people in Dallas. And like, I, of course I have like single guy friends, but like, I'm honestly, like, I really am a girl's girl. Like I wholeheartedly am like in California, my people are girls. Like I need, you need that. Like, I think you need, if you're a girl, run the race with girls. If you're a guy, run the race with guys. Like I kind of struggle with girls that say like, Oh, I just, all my guy, all my friends are just guys because girls are drama. And I, I'm going to probably have a hot take here, but I'm going to be like, no, probably you're the issue. Like you're the issue. If you can't be friends with girls, like that's something that you need to work on. And so, and that's not, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, I really do believe like that's an area that you probably need to work on. If you cannot have healthy relationships with other women. And so like all my friends out there were just girls and then we just understood each other. They were all single. Like we all would like jokingly complain, like we're so single and all guys suck in LA and it's just such a hard place to date and blah, 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 which it it is. But also like we all chose to still be single and not settle and all that stuff. And it's, you know, I, I did go, I was like seeing people in Dallas and going on, I mean, not Dallas, I was seeing people in LA and going on dates in LA, but none of them were just really what felt like stuck to me, you know, where like, where I was like, this is it. Like, I was just like, no, I'm just going to go back to Dallas. I'm just going to go back to Dallas. Like my husband's in Dallas, my husband's in Dallas. And like, I really do wholeheartedly believe that. And of course I've only been here for three months. Like, what do you expect? And you're not going to find your husband like the first day you move there. But I'm very hopeful because I'm 27 and it's hard when you go from a city like LA where everyone's single, everyone's content. Like all my friends were very content and that helped me be very content. And it's not that I'm not content still. Like I still love being single. Like I think I've gotten so good at being single that it's almost hard for me to comprehend what does a relationship look like at this point, which is kind of sad. Like I've been almost, I've been, I will be single as of July for two years, like two years, I I've been doing the singleness thing and it's been seriously some of the best time, the most growth, the most healing, the most, you know, my, my walk with the Lord has deepened. I started the abide tribe in this podcast. Like if you use your singleness, well, it could be the best time of your life. And I still believe it is. I still believe it's a good season to, um, do well with friends and your community and your roommates or whatever you're doing. And your life shouldn't just all of a sudden start magically just because you're in a relationship. Like that's not the message I want to preach. But what I'm saying is it's definitely hard going from a city like LA back to Dallas where everybody is married and engaged and in committed relationships. And it was like the three girls that I was banking on. Like I was like, okay, those are going to be my girls. Like we're going to be in a Bible study. Like I'm going to be hanging out with those girls all the time. And, um, like those are going to be like my single girlfriends. They all got into relationships, like literally the month or the week I moved back. Like it was crazy. And I was like, what the heck? And so that kind of just like threw me a curveball. And so I was like, all right, like me and Maddie, like we got this together, which is probably why if you follow me on Instagram, like you see me and Maddie, like doing so much stuff together because we just, I mean, first of all, we're obsessed with each other, but second of all, like we just 
we just get each other. And like a lot of our friends, they're married, they're busy, they have work, they, they can't travel. Like, and I get it. And I understand that Maddie and my life, my life is very different. Like being an influencer, our lives are different. And I, I get that wholeheartedly. And I'm very, very grateful. I'm not trying to say I'm complaining about it, but it's just Dallas, just a different way of living. Like there's not very many like influencers or creatives here. Like most people have a nine to five. They can't just randomly spontaneously hang out on a Wednesday night at eight, nine, nine, nine PM. Like they're like, yo sis, like I got a freaking job. And I'm like, well, I do too, but I just make my own hours. <laughs> so it's just different, you know? And so I think that's something that if I'm just being honest, like that's just something that I've been dealing with and struggling with have just been like dang like this is different like I, I I still feel like I'm kind of grieving the process I'm grieving a little bit of LA I'm grieving the life that I had in California but I know that I chose obedience like moving back to Dallas was obedience because I wholeheartedly believe that the Lord wanted me to move back here and it's for a reason and I'm already seeing the fruit of that like I already see why I'm supposed to be here. Like I literally wrote that in my letter to Maddie today. I'm like, Maddie, we're supposed to be here for a reason. Like I want to take everything that I've learned in California with community and pouring into people and, and being like, like learning how to engage in the Holy spirit and have the Holy spirit in conversation with your friends and like have Bible studies that are so transformative. Like I want to bring everything that I learned in California to Dallas. And I believe that's kind of why Maddie and I are supposed to be here together is because of that reason, but it takes time and it takes, you know, trial and error and, and having to feel alone sometimes and having to feel lonely and having to be like, dang, this just is not what I expected. And I love Dallas, but it's sometimes it's just not what I expected. Like I miss being able just to go to the ocean and cry. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, I'll just cry in my bedroom. <laughs> that sounds so stupid. It really does. But, um, Yeah. And so I would say the singleness part, and it's not like I'm in a rush to be in a relationship because wholly, fully, truthfully, like I, I don't mean to say this to sound pretentious or like, I'm so amazing. Like I could have been in a relationship a while ago. It's not like I don't have men interested. Like I'm very thankful. Like I've been on dates since I moved back. I've been interested in people, but I also am not willing to settle. Like, I don't want just good. Like, I want great. I want amazing. I want it to feel so God-ordained. I want people to look at the relationship and be like, that is it. Like, that just makes sense. Like, thank God you didn't settle because now you really have God's best. And that is what I want. Yeah, I'm just waiting for that. And so I just... I don't know, like I was just recently like in in a very sticky situation with somebody that I've known and I've liked for over a year and this situation just like, it just hurts. It's like a confusing situation of timing being off and all this stuff and just my heart being so invested in this person where I just like basically had to cut them off because I was like, this just hurts me too much to talk to you and to be friends with you. And so I like, I had to cut this person off and it's just somebody, I don't know, it's a long story. And so I just have been feeling really sad about that and been feeling like, okay, God, and like, maybe you feel like this too, but you're, you're looking around at everybody else. They're married, they're engaged, they're dating, they're in these relationships. You scroll on TikTok, you scroll on social media. Everyone's relationship looks so perfect. 
And I'm constantly preaching to y'all being like, you know, be content in your singleness, use your singleness well. And I still stand by that. But also that would be wrong and untruthful of me to say that it's not hard, that it's not a struggle, that it's not something that I'm battling still with being like, dang God, like when is it my time? Like, when will I meet that person? When will the the man that I have been waiting for and believing for and praying for my entire life that I feel so safe with and that I feel, oh man, I'm getting emotional. Like, when is my time, right? Like, when when is it? Because I pray about this all the time and I journal about it all the time. And that also could be the issue is like, am I making dating and marriage and a man and a relationship am I making that an idol am I making that a finish line or I look at that line and be like okay once I get there then I will be complete and I know that I I know that's not the truth like I know being in a relationship does not all of a sudden determine my level of worthiness or value like that doesn't mean okay now that Janine's in a relationship she's now complete But it's hard because when you're on social media and your followers are so invested, like, who are you dating? Who are you dating? Who are you dating? Are you in a relationship? Like, it's hard for me not to be like, dang, am I broken? Is there something wrong with me to where, like, God is hiding me from the the right man? Or maybe it's just not the time. Maybe it's just not the season. Like, maybe God still wants to just use this season for something more. But it's just so hard when you go from a season in California, we're like, you're thriving and everyone's single and you guys are just like living your best lives together. And then you come back to Dallas and you're like, hey, like you go to your married friends or your dating friends. And you're like, hey, like want to hang out? They're like, sorry, I have date night. Oh, sorry, we have our engagement or sorry, we have this or sorry. That, like, it's just like, oh, OK, cool. Well, it's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see you soon. Like, I know you're busy with your husband or boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> and so it's, it's like it's hard. And, like, maybe you can relate to this. And, like, I hope this does not come across as, like, woe is me. Because, truly, life is not that hard. But you can't, it's like, you can't help but wonder and feel that way when, A, whenever you see somebody, that's, like, always the first question they ask you is, are you dating somebody? Excuse me, I had a burp. (laughs) Secondly, or when, like, you... You know, whenever you're hanging out with a guy, like everyone's response on social media is, oh my gosh, they're dating, they're dating, they're dating. What's happening? They're dating. They must be dating. And you're like, no, we're just friends. Or like when you see your parents and your parents or my mom specifically is like, so any men, are you dating anybody? And I'm like, no, mom, there's still nobody. Like, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like it, it, it wears on you. And so this is something I'm daily surrendering to the Lord in my journal. I'm like, Lord, your will be done, not mine. Lord, surrender this. I give you my heart because if if I act out in my own flesh or my own desires or my own, you know, selfishness or just out acting out of loneliness, that's not going to get me anywhere. Like that's really going to be dating a place of lack and dating out of a place of just loneliness and like versus a place of abundance. And I really believe, like I believe I have done the work. I've done what I need to do to be healthy and to be ready for a spouse. But I I mean, I recently just like, I, I just got hurt by somebody and I just got like crushed by somebody that like didn't choose me, that made me feel less than and it sucks. It sucks. Like this is somebody that like I would have con- I would consider to be somebody that like I would want to marry one day. And he knows that. But it's just timing. 
like timing and things and all like it's just oh I can't even like get into it because I don't want to like out this person but it sucks and so like I feel like that person has made me kind of hurt to want to even like consider dating somebody else and so um you know I've had men you know want to take me out on dates and this one guy in particular that's like literally amazing this guy like is amazing like went on a couple dates with him and I just was like, look, like, I think you're amazing, but like, I emotionally, like, I can't right now. Like, I just can't. (laughs) Like, I'm still healing from somebody, I think, and I'm still a little bit hurt, you know, but I, I told him, I was like, look, I'm not saying no to you. I just don't think right now. And so obviously like, okay, God's like, okay, Jay, like, you're not healed. Like, we need to get you to you know, get over this person before, like, I can provide someone, you know, great for you, and that's the problem with dating, is there's just so much, there's just so much nuance, there's so much to it, um, but it's just been something I've been, like, battling with, because, like, I'm trying to be open, I'm trying to, you know, keep my options open of, like, okay, I'm gonna go on a date with this person, I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna give people a shot, but I'm still just, like, okay, this other person kind of recently hurt me, even though we were never really, like, actually dating. It was, like, this weird, like, friendationship. Y'all ever have those? Yeah, they're not fun. It's very blurry and very confusing. So, like, I just said, like, I just had to, like, you know, cut that person off because I was, like, we can't do this. Like, how am I supposed to be open and available and ready for other potential contenders if, like, we're still doing this? And so that's why I had to, like, end things with that person, which really, really sucked. And it's something that I'm still kind of, like, dang, like, ouch. Like I was really hoping for that to work out anyway. So you see what I'm saying? Like there's just, this is literally me like processing out loud therapy for y'all therapy for me more like it, not for y'all. Um, just trying to catch y'all up on like what the heck has been going on. So that's the men update. Confusing. I'm, I'm open to a relationship. Like just want to say that, like I'm open and ready for a commitment because I'm 27. Like I'm ready to be married, but I don't want to rush it. I don't want to, you know, date the wrong person out of loneliness. I don't want to date the wrong person out of fear or lack. I just want to be ready for that. And so I, I'm just trying to stay patient. I'm trying to just trust the Lord and just be like, all right, God, like your timing is better than mine. It's always going to be better than anything that I could do. So I'm just going to keep trusting that and holding onto the truths. And maybe you're like me and you're dealing with that and you're struggling with that. Just so you know, like you're not alone. Like I'm, I'm right there with you. And so, um, it's fun. (laughs) All that to say it's fun. So basically what I just feel like is I, I've just been kind of going through this grieving process and just kind of like wrestling with the Lord. I'm like in the questions of like, why for a lot of things. However, I still do believe that I'm supposed to be in Dallas. I've noticed that since being in Dallas, you know, my, my followers have been more engaged and you guys care more and you're really invested. And some of my numbers have gone up. Not that that really matters, but it shows that people just care more, I think, about my life here in Dallas, which I just think is super fascinating. I'm like, okay, like, Dallas, all right, y'all like me better in Dallas, awesome. But life is good here, and I've been still trying to figure out, you know, what church do I want to get plugged into, because church is a big deal to me, and so I've been trying to, like, figure out where do I want to get plugged into church hopping. I've been, not really church hopping, but, like, trying to visit different churches and stuff like that. Haven't really found that out yet. I've just been really trying to be prayerful about, like, Lord, like, where is it that you want me to be plugged into serving, committed, tithing, all that stuff, because I really think it matters. I really, really think it does. 
And so that's just been something that I've been kind of like dealing with of like, okay, like where do I get my feet planted? Because I, I always encourage you guys like get involved in a church. And so that's something I've been trying to deal with as well. Like since moving back is like, where am, where am I supposed to go? But it takes time, which kind of sucks. Like I've been living here for three months almost. And I've been like, okay, like where am I supposed to go? Right. And so that's just been something else I've also been kind of just like battling with, not battling with, but just like being prayerful about and all that stuff. And then I would say like the next thing is just like the house. Um, so I bought a house obviously, and no one freaking tells you how hard it is to own a home. Like nobody, like, I don't know why more people don't make videos about it. And so I like kind of want to, because I wish I knew more about homeowning than I do or or than I did before I purchased the house. Like so many things like randomly break or they just go wrong or getting a contractor to come out and commit is hard or it's expensive or landscaping is expensive or having to deal with pest control or bugs in your house or like there's just so many little things that I'm like dang I just wish someone told me that it's expensive it's a lot of work um it's just a lot but all that to say is it's still so fun owning a home like Maddie and I have hosted just a couple events and it's just it's it's been so fun just seeing like people come in and just having fun and like when I look at my house and when I have people in my home I can't help but just grin and be like this is what I wanted the whole time like this is what I feel like I why am I so stumped on words this is what I just dreamt of is that having a home to host people. People have been like, can I come visit you? Can I stay with you? Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, I want, when, you, when you have a Bible study, like, please include me. Like, having a home has been so fun in the sense of just like, like, I prayed for this and this is what I got and I'm so thankful. So even though, yes, there's things that are complicated and whatever and they're not fun home, like with homeowning. However, it's such a blessing. It's a blessing living with Maddie. It's a blessing having a house. And I literally, like, I encourage y'all to do this. I, I was like, uh, uh, Maddie was gone pretty much all last week with her family. So I was home alone. I spent a full week pretty much all to myself. And that was kind of lonely in itself. And I realized, like, I don't like living alone anymore. <laughs> I love having a roommate. But um, when she was gone, I just went and I, like, literally took oil. And I know this sounds cuckoo, but, like, this is what I do. And I really think y'all should try this as well. I took oil. And I anointed my front door and my back door. And I just like prayed over my home. And I was like, Lord, I just pray that if anybody walks in this home, that they leave different than the way they came. I pray they encounter the Holy Spirit. I pray that they come to know Jesus in this home. I pray they feel loved and welcomed and cherished and valued and seen. And I pray that they just come to know Jesus better in this home. And that is my prayer. When I, when I said I wanted a house, I said I wanted a house to host people, to have people stay with us. I wanted radical encounters with Jesus in my home. And I'm still praying for that, but I just believe that wholeheartedly. And so like owning a home and moving back to Dallas, like I am still so prayerful of what's to come in Dallas in this home and with Maddie and I because I really believe we are making a difference. And I've had people say that and I've had people, you know, come to me and Maddie being like, it just makes sense that y'all live together. Like, it just makes sense. And I'm like, thank you. Like, I hope so. And I'm praying for that. And we've been prayerful about that. And so it's just been so fun, y'all. And sure, like, this house does not 
have like everything that I dreamt of. Like this is not a million dollar home. It's just not. And that is okay. And that's something I think that whenever I was buying a house is I was always wrestling with like, people are going to have this expectation of like what a YouTuber's home is supposed to look like. And maybe my home doesn't look like the traditional YouTuber's house. Maybe it does. I don't know, but my house is smaller. It's older. It needs maintenance. It needs things added and fixed and changed, but I'm okay with that. Like I'm very content with that. And so I just felt like when I was purchasing this home, I was like, dang, like what if my followers, which is why I don't know why I even thought this, but I was like, what if my followers are disappointed? What if my followers are like disappointed in the house that I got because it's not what the traditional YouTuber gets. And I didn't, I didn't want to live my life like that. So I chose the house that was in my financial means and not doing things to be flashy or showy. I tried to do it in a way that was like financially smart and stable and secure, but that, um, but that still was a home that I loved that I could host and that was still beautiful and big and inviting. And so that I really do believe I like got my dream house. Now, is this house going to be my forever home? No, I did buy this house as an investment. I one day do plan on either selling it again or renting it out and making some money and buying another house once I get married or with, with whenever I meet my partner. Like I want to do, I want to buy a house with my spouse down the road. And so for now, this house is perfect for me and it's, it's fun and I love living here. Um, but it definitely is a lot of work and nobody tells you that. So if you're looking into buying a house one day, just know it's a lot of work, save money because things break all the time. Random things pop up all the time. Like little random things like I need to get new gutters and the floor started having issues and like Maddie's shower broke. And it's also hard because like I'm technically her landlord too. And so I have to like fix those things as well. Um, but that's okay. That's the role that I signed up for. So, All that to say, I don't even know where this podcast was going. Like I said, I just wanted to sit down and just chit chat with y'all. But all that to say, um, after spending a week alone and with Maddie being gone, I just got like deep, deep, deep good time with the Lord. And I'm really thankful I did because out of the, the secret place, out of the place of the wilderness, out of the place of just like, Lord, like. I'm lonely or I'm sad or I'm going through this or I'm dealing with this or just being alone and getting alone with God, which is what I constantly try to encourage y'all to do. That is where God meets you. That is where he speaks to you. That is where God reveals things to you the best and the most. And so out of that place of like sadness or being alone or just sitting with God, that is where the Lord spoke to me so much. And that's when I did, I just did like a Bible study with y'all on Zoom this past week with the Abide Tribe. Um, it was just like the Lord just downloaded all this stuff to me from scripture because I was sitting every single day just really spending good quality time um, with God. And so that's what I always encourage y'all to do is like get alone with God because in that place, that's where he reveals things to you, shows things to you. Um, highlights things and just deals with like your heart and deals with like hard places that you're sitting in. And so that's what I was doing this past week is I was just wrestling with the Lord of just like, Lord, like here are the things I'm struggling with. Here are the areas that I'm like hurting or still sad about, but also like just worshiping him and praising him and being like, God, you are good. You know, my heart, you know, the desires I worship you, Jesus, because you are beautiful and you've changed my life. And I just want to give you everything, God, everything in my life. Like I want to give that to you. And so just spending time like worshiping with him is, is so important. So I always encourage y'all like get alone with God because he wants to speak to you, but it requires you just slowing down and just saying, okay, God, like 
Let me just sit here and listen to what you have to say. So don't forsake that time. Like truly don't forsake time with the creator because he wants to spend time with you. And so that was something that I did this past week that was really, really good. And out of that place is where I was able to do the Bible study. And I had so many things I just wanted to share people, share with people and share with the Abide tribe. And people felt really blessed by it, which I'm super thankful for. So that's kind of where I just like felt like I had to do that Bible study because I was like, I feel like the Lord is just like, tell them about this, show this to them, like reveal this to them. And so, um, by me sitting alone with the Lord, it was, I was able to bless others back, which is really my whole goal. And so I'm really glad I got to do that. So, um, get along with the creator, you guys, he, he wants to spend time with y'all. So that was a long winded podcast. Um, just to sum that all up, Uh, I still love living in Dallas, but I am definitely still missing some of my people in California. And I still believe I'm going to find the friendships here like that in Dallas. And I do have friends in Dallas. Don't get me wrong, but I don't have those types of really, really deep, spiritually rich, uh, friendships yet in Dallas, but I will, I believe it. I really pray for that. So be praying for that as well. If you don't have that, be prayerful and get plugged into church. Those are the next steps that I'm trying to do. So just believe that the God that God wants that for you. And so that's something I've just been praying for. And I'm really thankful for Maddie because Maddie is that person for me right now. And it's been amazing. Um, and the next thing, again, just about dating and singleness, like I just believe that the Lord is doing something in this time. He's still revealing things in my heart and using this time to just flush things out. But also I believe he's going to bring me an incredible spouse one day. I really wholeheartedly do. So if you are... Uh, in that same season as me, don't lose hope. Like, don't lose hope. Don't lose faith. Like, just keep praying about it, trusting the Lord's timing, and just doing the best thing you can do in your singleness, truly. Um, but yeah, I uh, I love y'all. Thank you so much just for listening and hanging out with me and just listening to my heart. Um, I, I, I just always want to be real and raw and honest of what I'm going through and just everything of that sort. So I hope this made you guys just feel closer and more connected to me and that I'm not this perfect person. I'm truly not. Um, I obviously do the best thing I can to, um, you know, glorify God and to look like Jesus and to try to be the best person, but I'm going to slip up. I'm not perfect. I truly am not. Social media is a very hard place for people you know, want you to constantly speak about things and they pick you apart and they, you know, say mean things to you. So I'm just trying to do the best thing I can and be strong and still glorify God and be obedient. But uh, life is hard, y'all. We know that it's hard. So if you have just been a supporter for me for a while, thank you so much. Truly from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. I love y'all. And um, if you ever want to financially support this podcast, there is a way you can donate down below. Um, you can support this podcast. Um, as y'all know, I don't do like brand deals or anything on here. Um, it's solely just based upon y'all donating monthly. So thank you so much. And thank you so much if you do donate. I really, really appreciate it. So if you guys want to stay up to date with me, um, I post every single Tuesday. I also post regularly, almost every single day on Instagram, which is Janina Mapola. I also post on the Happy Healthy podcast as well. So check that out down below. And I have some fun guests coming up soon so stay tuned for that um and yeah I just if anything I just really hope that this podcast brings you closer to Jesus and helps you out a little bit more um and life is still good y'all it still is it's just you know 
it's not always perfect. And that's why I want to be honest and real and raw with y'all. So thank you guys for listening. I love you guys so much. I will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Happy and Healthy. Until then, stay happy and healthy. Love y'all. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye, guys. <laughs>